Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today, we are talking about strokes. We're actually going to do a two-part podcast here, and we are going to address this subject of sunstrokes, heat stroke, heat exhaustion, and then also ischemic or hemorrhagic stroke, which is what people think of when they think of a stroke. They think of someone going paralyzed or death. So anyway, this is a really an important subject. Obviously, I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not going to go into a lot of great detail, but we're just going to touch on what all of these different things are, and then we're going to talk about some homeopathic remedies or possibly some different things that you can do to help protect yourself from being in any type of situation here. And then we will talk a little bit about the first aid end of it, what you can do right at the very get-go at the onset. Obviously, with any of these situations, you're going to want to seek medical attention right away. You know, but at the same time, it's that first responder knowing what to do right away type of thing is why we're talking about this. Okay, with that, this first podcast is going to simply be about sunstroke or heat stroke. We differentiate that from heat exhaustion. I know... I had an issue one time, I've really never had a problem with the heat in my life until a couple years ago with really high temperatures and I was working on the pavement and all of a sudden I started getting, um, I I felt chilled, (laughs) okay? I started feeling chilled and I realized I wasn't sweating and I knew that um, I had been drinking water. So that wasn't the issue. I'd been drinking water throughout the afternoon and like I said, I've never had a problem before, but anyway, so I went into the store where we have our store here in Minnesota and I laid down on the cool tile and I asked my grandson to get me some natrum sulfuricum which was the first thing I thought of simply because I wasn't sweating so I took a remedy and immediately started sweating and then I just sat there and I drank some obviously I drank water but I was drinking electrolyte rich water so anyway that's what I did and mine was just more of an exhaustion um, I'm, my body temperature was high, but it wasn't, when they consider it a sunstroke or a heat stroke, medically, the temperature has to be at 104. So that's a pretty high body temperature. And I'm sure mine wasn't that high, but I did go through a lot of, um, <laughs> a series of extreme pain, headache, congestive headache, all sorts of different things throughout the day. And then, well, when we start talking about the remedies, then I'll tell you what I did. But it's really, really interesting. And then people who, they say, oh, you know, I had I had sunstroke once, and so now I'm really susceptible. And, you know, there's a lot of truth to that in the sense that, just like a concussion, once the body has experienced an injury or a trauma, it remembers it. It doesn't forget it. You have muscle memory. You have all sorts of memories within the body. It doesn't forget it. And it will quickly, you know, go into a collapsed state just simply because it can remember what it did before. If we can waylay that and we can tell our body, hey... We don't really have to go into that, you know, that troubled time again. You take a remedy and then you can pull yourself right out of it again for a sunstroke or heat stroke. So heat stroke, like I said, and sunstroke are essentially the same. They're the same condition. Um, 
it's a more serious form of heat exhaustion where with sunstroke or heat stroke, I said the core body temperature gets dangerously high, like up to 104 degrees. Um, in heat stroke, you know, they can differentiate sunstroke versus it comes on because you've been out in the actual sun, heat stroke. It's just the temperatures are extremely high. So, it, but it's basically the same thing. A high temperature is one of the main signs of sunstroke and heat stroke because actually the whole body just overheats so much that it, it, it's not a fever per se, it's just that core body temperature. It's not the body trying to fight off something, it's just the temperature gets so high that it can't cool itself rapidly enough. Okay, so some of the signs or symptoms of heat stroke or sunstroke may include things like, like that painful throbbing headache or feeling desperately thirsty, or in, I have found in the case that they don't feel thirsty at all. <laughs> Um, feeling very hot, nausea and vomiting, being agitated, um, behavioral changes such as confusion and disorientation, and that can happen as well. Being irritable, delirious, seizures, a drop in blood pressure, fast pulse, rapid shallow breathing, or losing consciousness or fainting. In my case, and again, I've heard people say this as well, is feeling chilled is another symptom. So if you or anyone you know are having any of these types of symptoms and you're out in the heat or you're out in the sun or you're working in the sun, then the first thing you need to do is get yourself into a nice shady spot. You have to find a cool area to let, help the body start cooling itself down. But be careful not to drink ice cold water. <laughs> That's one of the things that um, people make that huge mistake that their the body is overheated and they drink ice cold water. That can, like I said, that can throw the body into a form of shock as well. Just like you're out running a horse, and you've been out playing all afternoon, and you get to a nice pool or a nice pond, and the horse can have a drink. Rarely will that horse actually take a drink until he's had a chance to cool down. So it's really important to take that fluid in, but make sure it's like room temperature or it's you know been out in the open. Do not drink ice cold water because, like I said, it will shock the system. Um, I always like to give NetSalt 30C if I can, to, and that'll help to provoke sweating. Because when the body starts to shut down, the the best way to cool it down itself down naturally is to start is to sweat. That's what helps to cool the skin temperature down, and then that can, that takes once that skin starts to cool down, then everything can follow suit within the body. If you have electrolytes on hand, that's great too, because chances are if they've been out in the sun, if they've been out working, or if you know they've just been playing or whatever is going on, but their temperature has gone up so high, they've been sweating. They may not be sweating when you realize that, hey, <laughs> I think there's something going on here, and you get them into the cool shade. But if you can give them electrolytes to replace that water that's been lost, perfect because uh, that's what's going to help bring balance to the body quicker than just about anything. If you have watermelon or watermelon water, that's the best natural electrolyte that we have known, known to man. And it's kind of funny because my our family, my daughter-in-law's parents live in Florida and they have some land and they rent it to a local farmer and the farmer is planting watermelons on their land. And Lori's mom was telling me that they can only plant watermelons every six years down there because it takes so many nutrients out of the soil. And I'm like, oh, see, of course. It's rich in electrolytes. It's water, you know. If you, de you dehydrate watermelon down, there's nothing left but a few flakes of <laughs> what used to be a watermelon. But it's so rich in minerals that it's irreplaceable. 
So it's, it's God's perfect food for restoring the electrolytes in our body. I know I've talked about that on podcasts years ago, but you know, it doesn't hurt to re- repeat good information, right? Okay, so those are some things to look for with persons who are outside working in the sun, working in the, you know, or playing in the sun, even kids playing in the sun. We have to be careful so that they don't get overheated. I have a grandson that, oh my gosh, when he was little, his mom said would, he would turn beet, beet red and he didn't sweat. So I told her, I said, you always need to carry not self with you so that his body will sweat. If he sweats, then he'll naturally cool down. It's these people who don't, don't sweat that are the ones most prone to getting overheated. So just remember that. Carry the net self with you. I like the 30C potency and give it on a regular basis if they're going out to play. Eventually, they're going to start sweating. I know when I was a kid, I had a hard time sweating, really hard time. Once I learned about net self, I started taking it and now I sweat freely. <laughs> Not an issue anymore. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some of the remedies. Um, that you would want to give. Um, this information, I actually did post it at the bottom of this paper. So our Members Corner folks are going to get the, um, the printable for our little stroke talks here. Today, like I said, we're only talking about sunstroke, heat stroke, or heat exhaustion. When you have really, really good inf- information, you don't want to change it too much, right? And so I got a lot of my information here from the First Aid with Homeopathy book from Dr. Manuel Mato Rotero. We talk about him a lot, this little first aid booklet that he's got. It's a wonderful book, I love it. So I got a lot of my information from that. I also got some of my information um, from simplyhealth.com and strokeawareness.com for this conversation that we're having about stroke. So the first aid information, like I said, is so good. I, I just love talking about new things and um, I know we should have talked about this earlier in the summer. Well, sorry folks. It's been a busy year. <laughs> we had a, like I say, graduation, a wedding. We've got all sorts of fun things going on. Okay, so Dr. Emmanuel Matteau suggests that when you give a remedy for heat stroke or heat, exo- heat stroke or sunstroke, that you give it in every five to 50, five to 10 minutes for the first hour. And so that pretty much holds through with all of these these remedies we're going to talk about. So if I don't mention how to give it, it's you, he suggests a 30C, like a 9 to 30C potency. There is one remedy, the soul, that you can give in a like a 1M potency or 10M potency, but most of them are given in 30C potencies. And you give it every 5 to 10 minutes for the first hour. Um, and the first remedy of choice that he suggests when someone has a heat stroke or a sunstroke is belladonna. Because we all know that belladonna picture, that that red face, the throbbing, you know, headaches, the hot, dry skin, dilated or fixed pupils, full pulse, and they may even be confused because there's a lot of delirium in the belladonna remedy. So that's the first remedy of choice that he suggests that you give. Because what is what's gonna happen with belladonna? Uh, remember that if you ate the poisonous plant, you're all your your sphincters and the it's a vasodilator so all everything would get expand so with belladonna when you take it because that red flushed face it's going to bring all that congestion back into balance and it's going to constrict those extended venous system again okay the second remedy which is very recommended for sunstroke with a throbbing headache and a synchronized pulse is glonium 
So in other words, you can have like belladonna is the congestive throbbing headache, but with glonium, there's more of a synchronization with the pulse. It has, like I said, the pulsating, the exploding sensation within the head or the entire body. But unlike belladonna, rather than a flushed, hot red face, this patient might actually be pale. With glonium, there's that sudden vascular change and congestions, violent pulsations. The blood rushes upward to the head and the heart. There can be collapse, feeble heart, syncope, um, diacratic pulse. The head can feel heavy. I actually ended up taking this later in the day when I got home because I took belladonna right away, and it did help. But when I, I got home... I went to lay in a warm tub, and then I started cooling it down so my body temperature would come down. And I, oh, and I had such a headache, and I just, I felt like I'm going to be, I'm going to be sick for days over this. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe I did this to myself. Well, you know, when I had that heat exhaustion or whatever it was I had, I, I just, I just felt, I could feel my whole body pulsing. It wasn't just my head, but I could just feel my whole body. So I thought, oh, glonium. I'm gonna t- I got out and I took a dose of glonium 30C. Only, I'm not kidding. I took one dose. But I went downstairs. I had my bathrobe on. I was trying to make supper in my bathrobe because I just, I just felt so rotten. And I says, hey, I says to my daughter, I says, oh my goodness, I think my headache is going away. And you know what? The next morning I woke up and I was no worse for wear than I had been the morning before. So... It was amazing the way it restored balance within my body. I was very I was very happy with that remedy. So don't forget glonium and keep that for your people who have to work in the sun or have it in your first aid kit. It's, it was amazing. Another remedy that's really much like glonium is amylenum nitrosum, 30C again. And like glonium, this remedy is indicated in strokes as well as sunstrokes. And we will talk about regular strokes in our next podcast, where there is much vasodilation, redness and throbbing in the head, like glonium, another great vasodilator. This was a homeopathic, this has a homeopathic healing effect on sunstroke with throbbing headaches and heavy congestion. It is recommended with a sunstroke or accompanied by anxiety with heavy congestion flowing from the bottom up and from the inside out. Okay, or there can also be a bleeding nose as well with this one. Okay, and then we have lachesis or lachesis. This is a good remedy for people who are very sensitive to the sun and to the summer who get pulsating headaches from the sun with blurred vision. And people who are sensitive to tight clothing, especially around the neck or the stomach, palpitations from the slightest effort. They tend to sigh. For persons who tend to be energetic, congestive, and hot. Personally, they're the mentals, they have a fear of abandonment. They can be very jealous and suspicious as well as envious and react by hurting others as a defense mechanism. Of course, we all know this remedy would be very suitable for women with choleric temperament and, and maybe even with, uh, with reddish hair and freckles. I know a lot of women have used this remedy with great success during menopause as well because it does have a huge effect on the body's venous system. Okay, then we have Natrum carbonicum. This, I, I wish I would have known about this remedy. I have a, a gal in my mind when I was reading this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that would have been perfect for her. She just hated to be outside. But this is for persons who are made weak by the summer heat, for persons who do not like to be outdoors or physically exercise or mentally exercise. It's great. It's These people have a great weakness as a result of the summer heat, they become exhausted with the slightest effort. They can even become exhausted just after a nice long walk. <laughs> or they can have the chronic effects of sunstroke. But hopefully, 
that won't be the case because you're going to know how to treat people who get sunstroke now. Pulsatilla, don't forget this remedy if it's that person's constitution. And you and I both know that if, once you learn about homeopathy, pulsatilla is going to be one of the very first remedies you know everything about. These are whiny, needy, sweet people. I know, how can somebody be so sweet and yet be so whiny and, and needy? But they are. They, they really need, have a need for protection, and they just want to be a part of your life. So if someone that fits this personality has a sunstroke or a heat stroke, definitely give them their remedy. And you can give that in a 30 or a 200 C. Okay, another remedy that's really interesting is, and I, I actually only found about this remedy a couple of years ago, and it's, I love it because I actually have several people in my life who get rashes from the early sun in the spring. And Dr. John Henry Clark actually wrote quite extensively about this remedy. He said that from Swan's Proving, in 1880, this was one of the most important for heat stroke and sunburn. More recently, in 88, 1988, um, Dr. Donald Fubister presented in his book, Tutorials on Homeopathy, 10 clinical cases of solar dermatitis and harmful effects of solar radiation and other radiation. Three of those cases concerned side effects of radiotherapy. So, and then he goes on and he gives examples here, but this is a fantastic remedy for persons who have been out in the sun, have been overheated, who have been burned by the sun, have allergies from the sun, and, and ex, you know, if they've been excessively exposed to the sunlight, this is a fantastic remedy for anyone with that situation. So, and again, you can give this remedy in a 30C to a 10M. I think in, well, there's different, there's different countries you can get. Sol means sun. So there are different remedies. We do have it in, um, there's, like I said, there's Seoul, Australia's, there's Seoul, um, different countries have different remedies, but you can get it in, um, you know, different, different preparations um, from different pharmacies. Okay, the next remedy is Antimonium Crudum, and this remedy is not one I would have thought of at all for sunstroke or heat stroke, but it says that it is one of the most effective remedies for the effects of sun and heat especially when walking or doing physical effort in the sun. It tends to cause weakness and exhaustion. In patients, they can actually faint from the heat in the summer, much like Ipecac. Patients who are moody and very emotional and sick. So I was really excited about this as a remedy because I think it's a very underused remedy, to tell you the truth, um, antimonium crudum. Um, we know this patient to easily gain weight, and they, like I say, they, are very, they want to be left alone when they don't feel well. They have a tendency toward eczema or calluses on the soles of their feet. They can even have smelly feet. This remedy is just fantastic to really help bring people um, back from having been overheated in the sun. Bryonia is our next remedy, again in a 30C. It's always such a good remedy um, when it has something to do with dehydration because we know that bryonia is the number one remedy for dehydration. So a lot of times there's dehydration been going on for this person who's got the heater or sunstroke. And then, of course, the other main rubric with bryonia is they don't want to be touched or moved. So there's always that aggravation from slightest movement. But with the bryonia patient, they can have an explosive headache like the glonium or the belladonna. Then they can also have dizziness. So if you see, uh, you know, they possibly could have been dehydrated. Now they've got this headache and they're dizzy and they don't want to move. Think of bryonia. Next remedy 
is gelsemium. And with gelsemium, it's so funny because you can't really talk about Brioni without talking about gelsemium. And I never really thought about gelsemium as a sunstroke remedy either. But this is when, um, and I actually had at a family reunion here just recently, this picture was played out to the T. And gelsemium would have been his remedy. And I actually think his wife did give him this remedy. Um, so think of gelsemium when the patient seems paralyzed, okay? He seems, he's not really paralyzed, but he just seems like it because he, is, he has to such a total prostration. He just is just down, down for the count. He actually mental slowness. He might answer you slowly or not answer you at all. Heaviness of the arms and legs, which you cannot move. The eyelids are heavy are half open or without strength. Weakness may cause double vision or diplopia. Dry, hot skin without thirst. Chills in the back. Occipital headache. So the headache is in the rear of the, the head. A state of total muscle relaxation with muscle with weakness, heaviness, and little strength to move. So if you've got someone that's been out in the heat, think of that gelsemium for those symptoms. And it's it's really the only one that describes those symptoms, the only remedy that describes those. Cactus grandiflora. Uh, this remedy is a sunstroke with constrictive and violent headache, as if a steel band is tight around the brain, as if the head was exploding, ameliorated by pressure and aggravated by noise and light. The patient is afraid that he'll die. He thinks his illness is incurable. Blurred vision and ringing in the ears. Decreased hearing, recommended in sunstroke with nosebleeds. So there's two remedies here listed for nosebleeds. Remember we had the amylenum nitrosum as well. So now we have two with the nosebleed. Okay, veratrum viride. Now the regular preparation that we use for veratrum most of the time is veratrum album. But this is veratrum viride, 30C, intense sunstroke with cerebral congestion, especially at the base of the skull with cerebral, cerebral fullness violent arterial pulsation, hypersensitivity to noise with double or partial vision. Um, it's suited, very suited for plethoric or congested people. The pains are violent, sudden throbbing, accompanied by convulsions, delirium, facial flushing, cold sweat, and clammy skin. Violent arterial pulsation throughout the body. The pulse is hard as iron. All right, and that brings us to the last remedy listed here is Theradon. This is an interesting remedy. Um, Theradon is actually a spider remedy. Uh, they, he suggests it in 30C potency. Effects of sunstroke with terrible headache, accompanied by nausea and violent vomiting. The patient cannot stand the slightest noise. Frontal headache with intense pressure behind the eyes. Headache with start when starting to move. So it kind of reminds me of like that bryonia, doesn't it? He's very sensitive to noises and vibrations, aggravated by closing his eyes. It is one of the remedies recommended in dizziness from the car or boat travel when it fits the described modalities. Other important remedies to think about for sunstroke or heat stroke are arnica, aconite, camphora, carbovitch, iodum, papaver or opium, and veratrum album. Carbovitch is used in the most serious sunstroke cases when the patient already weakened and predisposed is generally cold with cold extremities, major weakness, Vertigo, bloating after a headache, nausea, diarrhea, chills, and colds with cough due to heat. As we can see, there are over 10 major remedies in the treatment of sunstroke, and it is therefore interesting to consult the Materia Medica to evaluate both the symptoms and the patient's constitution 
In any case, do not forget Belladonna. So if you know the patient's constitution or a remedy that he has a good affinity for, give that remedy. But also, don't forget the Belladonna. So I like to, like I said, I like to give the NatSulf to provoke sweating and then give the Belladonna to help bring the venous system back into balance. And then any other remedy that you know to be close to their constitution or that fits their symptoms. Always look at the symptom picture or go for their constitutional remedy. All right, hopefully this helps. We're going to go ahead and we're going to do a second podcast here, but this one will be, like I said, on the ischemic or hemorrhagic strokes. Thank you and God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com. Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.